Hey everyone, this is Christopher Luxon, the former CEO of Air New Zealand. This is John Lee Dumas, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire. This is Tracy Ibarra. I'm an executive solutions at Dell Technologies. This is Travis Chappell, founder of Build Your Network. If you are wanting to learn how to embrace change, to navigate through disruption as a leader, then listen to the Leadership is Changing podcast. The Leadership is Changing podcast. The Leadership is Changing podcast with my good friend, my very good friend, Dennis Giannoutsos. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsos. I started my career way back in 1987, straight from school into IT. I joined uh, the civil service at the time, what was the DHSS, Department of Health and Social Security, within the UK. And actually, in 2000, we were outsourced. Uh, EDS, a global leader in outsourcing from America, who had business all over the world, invested heavily and took on some outsourcing contracts from the UK government. I've never looked back since the outsourcing. It was a fantastic opportunity that I didn't go looking for, but set me up for the future. Now, that's excellent. And and David, tell me, so when you did that, what am I actually really quite interested in is is hearing about your your journey. How how did you get into leadership? By accident, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I was a technical architect on some large-scale programs. Thought I was destined to be a technical architect for all my life. It was a great job. Uh, you do big pictures. You, you uh, guided people through what we needed to build and solve problems. But my leaders at the time, my general managers, uh, client executives, they saw something in me and they said, you're going to be the next general manager for Program Y. It filled me with all at the time. I was excited, but I thought, I can't do that. What do you want me to do that for? That involves <laughs> finance and P&L and all that sort of stuff. What a difference from an architect's role. Yeah, yeah. And so when you thought that you couldn't do that kind of thing, what what was one thing that you may have done or to help you actually feel a bit more comfortable in taking on that role and, and then going ahead with it? Right. At first, I was starting to sink, but not realizing I was sinking. Mm. But actually, the, the big step forward was some coaching, which is actually where we met way back 2005, 2006. The company offered some transformational leadership coaching to up-and-coming stars. And uh, I guess on reflection, that changed my perception uh, of how to do big jobs, big roles. And uh, the coaching certainly set me up for the future. Yeah, okay, cool. So it sounds like you would highly recommend uh, somebody getting a coach and helping them through things? Every day, even more important these days, especially for... uh, complex jobs or any leadership job, I would highly recommend it to anybody starting a creator, find a mentor or a coach as quickly as possible and and go for different coaches, different mentors and use that to build your experience and knowledge and how to learn. Yeah. And build your toolkit probably. In other words, knowing what to go to when you need to go to as a leader around skills, experiences and so forth. Absolutely. And look around you 
uh, and and uh, leaders who you think are good uh, and understand the good traits and the bad traits. Look at bad sure. leaders and make sure the bad traits don't get reflected into your leadership style. Excellent. So, David, the question I've got for you here is to actually understand from you. I'm sure you may have many, but, you know, who who's your one favorite leader? Now, this person could be alive or from history. So who's your favorite leader and why? Right. I'm going to go with Steve Jobs from Apple. When he was around, he changed the world. I'm told he was difficult to work with at times, but he built very, very strong teams around him. He had passion and complete focus on perfection and actually his legacy around what he's left in terms of market and product. The iPhones changed the world. The way we interact with each other, the way we interact with social media, who would have thought in the 90s that would have become the way we run our lives effectively? Everything from banking to music to looking at videos and all sorts of stuff. It's amazing. Yeah, it really does run our lives. And um, we, we run our lives through it, but it also actually runs our lives. And then also we can run businesses. I mean, whole businesses through that phone. And it wasn't as if he or the company designed phones. We already had phones, but they just bought it out in a different way that was more appealing to people. And I think also they're very good at how they market the product to the industry or to the to the market, right? Yeah, exactly. And you can go on YouTube these days and still see the first launch with them on the stage presenting that, and it's still inspiring. Yeah. Still going to learn a, a learn from that. Any product company these days can still look at how Apple launched things back in the day and today. I feel it was better back in the day than now. But but yeah, what an inspiring leader. Yeah, fantastic. Hey, so the show is called Leadership is Changing. And when I say that that statement, that name, leadership is changing, what does it mean to you? Adapting. Adapting and recognizing the, the change in, in the world, in the business, in your company. Recognizing the, the employee base, but recognizing more importantly that for businesses to continue to survive, you've got to lead from the front and change direction if required and when it's required and be nimble. So to, to continue to survive, you need to lead from the front. Absolutely. Leadership these days is much more at the front leading as opposed to managing. I think there's a distinction from we used to have great managers and used to talk about great managers. The languages change. We're looking for great leaders and people who can actually make a real difference and be very inclusive and humble, mm. but have gravitas at the same time. Gravitas yeah, is really important. Fantastic. Yeah, gravitas. I like that. I like that word. I like that, how you put it as well. Uh, for sure, humble and so forth, but with gravitas. Uh, fantastic. So listeners, my, my guest today is AJ Bal. AJ, welcome to the show. Hi, Dennis. Thank you for inviting me into the Leadership and Changing podcast. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, it's a pleasure having you here. So, uh, AJ, um, just tell us a little bit about your background. What have you done, um, you know, so in your career? Love to hear that. Sure. Look, I, um, I migrated to this country, in, to New Zealand, uh, in 2007. I did my master's in business. So the leadership was actually started to develop at that moment, right. you know. Um, my core subjects were the, was strategic, strategic management uh, back then. 
And, um, you know, since then I've been in two different leaders, leadership roles uh, as the operations manager and a few other roles and been doing business since then. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, that's good. And so, um, that's great to hear. So look, here's a question for you. And that is, um, you may have many people that you, you sort of follow, but you know, who's your favorite leader? Now this person could be alive or from history. So who's your favorite leader and why? Sure. I'm quite a fan of uh, Lee Kuan, of, uh, Prime Minister of Singapore, ex-Prime Minister of Singapore. The reason why I like this guy, look, I think um, the way he, he, he managed um, the country and took, the, took Singapore from, from nowhere to somewhere, yep. has dealings with the industries and the management of the resources and how he turned around a country which was nothing and now what, you know, what it looks at now. So, I'm quite a fan of this this guy. Yeah, brilliant. And, and you know, um, to see his leadership light there was fantastic. Yeah, and, uh, yep. yeah tremendous. And, you know, that, he did work with that, that organization, but he, he didn't do it just by himself, of course. He had to have a team around him, uh, people, but he did show them how absolutely. to change and move forward, which was yep. tremendous to see. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's great. And, hey, look, the show is called Leadership is Changing. That's the title. When I mention that title to you, well, what does that mean for you? Well, I think it's, it's a fast paced environment now, the, the technology, the, the environment, the, the industry, the global powers and the global economies, they're all changing. And I think that actually have a direct influence on every individual leader, mm -hmm. how, how they pursue their career going forward, how they manage, you know, people around them. So I think there's a big impact of all those things on, on the leaders, leadership today. Yeah. And I know that one of your businesses has been about bringing people into, into say this country and, um, and helping them do that, that that's a big change for them, right? I mean, a transition from their own say city or yes. wherever they live coming to say New Zealand to live. That's right. That's yes. huge. So, so they get to experience that. Well, what do people think about when they're moving to another country and um, what, what sort of goes through their yeah, mind? Yeah, look, I think there's a lot of challenges for them. Uh, mm. First is the culture shock. Second is, is the, the system. Right. Yeah, they probably would have come from a, a system which was different to the, the, the country they're moving to. The, uh, the education, the business environment and the politics, you know, everything, everything changes. So, you know, I, I, I directly work with people from all over the world, uh, helping them migrate to New Zealand. And, you know, there's a lot of questions they ask. Um, and I think that's, that's all directly related to where they come from and how they want to settle into the new country. Yeah. 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 And, and of course they want it to work for them, right? It's a big, big commitment for them to come to yes. another country. Yes. So if we take that analogy of, of people coming to here to live and what about business? I mean, if people go off to go and do go and yep. start in a new company or start a new role yep. within an organization as well. They probably have some of those kind of thoughts as well. Oh yes, absolutely. Um, cause look, look, you know, the, the, the way of doing business, they're not just changing everywhere. They're also changed from one place to the other. Yeah. And that change is a big chain. Yeah. So when people, you know, um, I also help people out with their, uh, with the investment category as well. So they come as entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. uh, to this country. And, uh, you know, and they obviously have a lot of question around the laws, around how the account, accounting system works, how the tax system works and how, you know, how the employees, how they handle the employees. Cause they, they basically, again, it goes step back down to the leadership cause that's what they would be stepping into if they're setting up a business in, in this country. Yeah. And speaking about setting up businesses, you, you've got other businesses here in this yes. country as well. And so you've got a team working with you. 
Yeah. And of course, we've experienced of late the pandemic and so forth. Yeah. So how's your business or businesses and industry changed and what kind of sort of pressures that put on you and say the team that you work with? Yes. Look, COVID has, has changed the way we do business. Uh, you know, things, things are not same as they were before February 2020. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a drastic change in the sure. way you do business. And I think that's where a good leader needs to be, you know, keep up to date with the new technologies and the new new skills and, and new people, you know, and, and bring them on board. And I think this is this is what helped me out. I I specifically invested into people mm. so that, you know, they, they continue working with me. Uh, I retained them. I paid them. I looked after them in this difficult situation. And uh, and that helped me out with, you know, surviving through through this tough time. Yeah, that's great. And so if you do look after staff and look after them, that's great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, that's very good. And, and tell me, if there was one thing that you could change in business as a leader today, what would that one thing be? I think it's, it's how I've seen leaders perceive things, yeah. which which not always right. And those perceptions are generally based, you know, they're based on a secondhand opinion. Oh. It's not even a firsthand opinion. Yep. So, you know, I'm part of um, 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 a BNI group here. I'm part of, uh, there's a couple of other business organizations where we had different uh, businessmen come together, share ideas, you know, share share their success stories. And I've seen people, you know, they, they would perceive and make a decision based on that perception. Hmm. And that actually gives you a lot of trouble. If you need to make those decisions based on your experience, plus your knowledge, plus your research um, and I think that's that's one thing I've, I always emphasize on that you know look you you make decision based on your own experiences right. and on on your own research rather than someone else's yeah opinion that, that's actually a very good point because the fact that I mean there is a lot of people that do make decisions as you say based on hearsay based yeah. on gossip and we'll talk about the the gospel the hearsay but in a minute yeah. um, but the thing that also is very good is like you just said there which is you got to go and do your own due diligence. You've got to go and do your own sort of research exactly. to then be able to make that informed decision, which is which is fantastic. Yeah. What I notice in working with a lot of organizations and if they're going through change or things like that, there tends to be a lot of gossip out there with, amongst the staff in particular yes. or others because the communication hasn't been clear. No. Or there's been little communication. Yeah. Which means there's been a void. Yes. And if there's a void, then what happens? They want to fill the void, right? So they're trying to make it up themselves. Yeah, yeah. And then that's what tends to happen. Yes. Um, do, do you see that as well? Oh, absolutely. Look, um, you know, um, employees, you know, when, when, they're, when, they're, when, when you're managing your employees, you know, their expectations are much higher as compared to what a business expectation is from the employee. You mm. know, it's, it's, it's generally not balanced. Um, so when the expectations are not met, you know, employee tends to go, you know, and try to find ways and start communicating with other people who, who are not going to find a solution for them. It's the business or the leader, uh, the business manager is going to find a solution for them, but that, that doesn't happen. You know, they, they try to look for options yep. uh, around. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world. 